HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn, you're listening to HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Hello, Greenhorns. This is Severin. This is Greenhorns Radio, a radio show about young farmers featuring young farmers with conversations between young farmers and for the benefit of the future of agriculture. Severin, and this is Greenhorns Radio. It's radio that we record for your benefit about young farmers and becoming a farmer, surviving the beginning of being a young farmer and thriving until the end of when you are no longer young. And today <laughs> on the show, I'm joined by Vivian, who is in Putnam County, New York, at the Eden Farm Village. How are you doing over there today? Fantastic. The, the farm is thriving. The kids are thriving. Yeah, we're striving. This is a nice breezy day here in the Hudson Valley, which keeps us all perky longer into the day. Tell us, what are you growing down there at the Eden Village, and what are you all about? Yes, well, we we are the only Jewish farm camp that that there is. It's a Jewish organic farm sleepaway camp, and the big focus is on healthy farm-to-table, earth-based living. So uh, we've got we've got a um, we've got a, a a big farm that includes beekeeping, and we've got goats and chickens and sheep, and a big herbalism program too. So we've got an herbal medicinal garden. Uh, we're growing wheat so that we can make challah um, bread from from the wheat that we harvest. We've got we've got all kinds of heritage varieties of as many different. Um, species of, of plants as we can, so kids can really get to know um, as, as many different different plants as they, as they can. There's a greenhouse and also a bunch of different um, forms of agriculture that we, that we model of, of raised beds and different forms of irrigation and, um, and beds in, you know, in, in the ground and double dig and no-till and till, you know, lots of different forms. Um, and, so and you are a faith-based yeah. farm camp, and right. a lot of the people who come and uh, come to the camp are Jewish. What do you do that's, that's Jewish? What's the special like farming Jewishness thing that is about <laughs> yeah, that is well, different from how other farms work? 
Yeah, well, it's there's there's a there's a bunch. First of all, there's a ton of of ancient Jewish laws around agriculture, and so we're putting a lot of that into practice here. So, for example, um, a lot of the Jewish agriculture law actually has to do with social justice and. Um, there's laws about leaving the corners of your field unharvested for people who need food. So, so we do that, and we, we donate all of the, the corners to, to, um, to a local food bank, which is the only fresh produce that the food bank gets. Um, and the kids get to decide, like, how big do we make the, the corners? How do we define corner? And do we actually leave the, the field unharvested, even though there's nobody... You know, walking around camp, who, who would need that food, or should we follow the spirit of the law and and actually harvest it and bring it ourselves to the food bank? Um, we also donate ten percent of of what's grown to to, to that food bank, also um, overall. Um, and so, so there's there's all these different laws that that we get to put into practice because we're. <laughs> we're, we're we're doing it. It's not like we're in a classroom learning about these these uh, these laws. We're we're actually doing the things, um, and and also we're and, and and then on another level too, the um, the way that we're living is supported by the farm in this in this deep way, um, and it is a Jewish way of life. So every every week. We uh, we make our own grape juice by squeezing grapes, and um, you know we've, we've got we've got grapes on our farm. Every week we have challah bread, to, which is a traditional Jewish um, food to to have during Shabbat, which is a day of rest. And the kids are actually making it themselves through through the wheat that they harvested, and the eggs from our chickens, and the honey from our from our bees, and they're baking it in in cob ovens that they made. So, so it's like fully, fully, fully a homegrown way of, of 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 living, and 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 the last piece also is that a lot of what we what we um, how we designed the farm is um, to to bring out to bring out a Jewish way of life. So the so the things that we grow, um, like we have we have a calendar garden. Um, in addition to lots of production rules, where we try and introduce people to as many different varieties of, of, of foods as we can, we also have um, a more whimsical side of the garden that's more geared directly towards um, like Jewish education. And so there's a there's a, a spiral shaped garden where each one of the sort of sunflower spirals coming out of the center gathering area. Um, represents one of the months of the Hebrew calendar, and so there's lots of holidays throughout the year, and and every every month reflects somehow the history or the energy of that particular month. So, for example, in the month where where Purim is, which is this like big masquerade, carnival festival, uh, we just we just threw wildflower seeds all over that whole bed, and the whole bed just exploded into this chaos of color, and and that evokes what 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 Purim is about, um, and and so people just by standing in the middle of this of this garden, they can get a feel for the entire year. Um, you know, as as you turn around and look at each. So, would you say that this that these rules or these laws of Judaism that you are kind of uh, 
and the themes of the seasonal celebrations that you're integrating into your farm practice and into the kind of governing principles of your farm, would you say that in in that spirit or in that uh, practice or tradition there are... uh, that there are themes of sustainability and renewability and uh, uh, kind of more compassionate oh. agriculture. How would you characterize the transference of Judaism into farming from a sustainability perspective? It's a core of, of, of everything. So for, first of all, the um, I mean, one of the core Jewish values that, that, that um, is at the heart of everything is the sense that that we're, that all people are created um, with with sacredness, and that every single person in the world is is a holy being. And if we take that seriously, suddenly, wow, we really need to take action about this climate crisis that we're in because because there are millions of people who already are being negatively affected by it. And so what does that mean for our actions? We, we need to take responsibility for, for creating a more sustainable way of life, um, starting with ourselves and, and you know, spreading out into activism. Um, also, this whole idea of kashru, of kosher, of what is fit to eat, um, it has to do with, with ethics. And um, so taking the, the spirit of that, that whole core idea of Judaism and applying it to, to life today, what is fit to eat means food that is that is ethical and that's that's um, you know in keeping with um, you know sustained life on Earth <laughs> that that's healthy for for uh, you know generations to come, and so all the food at Eden Village Camp is organic, and all of our purchasing to the greatest extent that we possibly can. It's all eco-friendly products. It's all, um, you know, non-leaching metal dishes rather than plastic that that leaches. uh, We have a zero-waste goal at camp. And we're in, you know, throughout all of the program, the focus is on cultivating kids' understanding and appreciation of the natural world so that this whole... um, consumerist idea that got us into this whole pickle to begin with um, so that we have an antidote to that. Uh, One of the huge gifts of, I think, most faiths is that that they they tell us that there's something more to life than, than, um, you know, acquiring stuff and, you know, succeeding, you know, quote-unquote, in these ways that, So I would anticipate that you would have a lot of interest and that a lot of moms and dads would want to send their kids to uh, farm camp and that you'd have partnerships with uh, various synagogues and kind of Jewish cultural centers and maybe that there would even be a network of support, financial support and support for land and, uh, well, hopefully some money also to expand the work of Kind of Jewish farm culture. Is that is that true? Um, um, yes, and and we're we're also looking to to grow a bunch. Uh, so Eden Village, we're we're just in our third summer right now, and we've got we've got over three hundred campers this year. It's grown a bunch each each year, um, and we we've been very blessed so far with with um, 
abundant grants to, to get this all off the off the ground. Um, we were an independent camp. We're not as- affiliated with any particular branch of Judaism, and that gives us huge um, huge freedom to attract kids from all these different backgrounds, Jewishly, from you know super um, super observant uh, modern Orthodox to previously completely unaffiliated and probably wouldn't have chosen a Jewish camp except they were excited about Eden Village camp. Um, so we it, it, so, so we call it pluralistic Judaism, you know, this, this very diverse uh, Jewish community that, that all gets to come together. It does mean that, um, that, that, that there's, um, you know, it, it's more word of mouth that, that helps us grow, you know, just rather than big institutions um, spreading the word for us. We're, oh, uh, we're, am I wondering? Yeah. Sorry, you're a I was going to ask you about yeah. sauerkraut because I thought that um, but maybe I confused you with Adama. You're not the same. Oh, we're we're very good friends. We're different organizations, but we we share a ton of staff. Um, a lot of people work there, and then and then come here, and vice versa. Um, it's it's a it's a, the whole Jewish environmental community is is very um, close knit, and we we have we have wonderful partnership. Um, the the green the green chevra is uh, chevra means means uh, friends in Hebrew. The green chevra is a, a network organization of, of all of us, and it includes so, the village and so also for the those Jewish who are not schools, familiar, Adama they make sauerkraut, really good sauerkraut. Yeah, yeah, they they have a whole. Um, Professional kitchen for these value-added products of sauerkraut and pickles and cheese. Um, these are all things that we do with our kids at Eden Village too, um, on, on the smaller scale. Yeah, the the idea so is sour- providing as much, as many full cycle experiences as possible for the for the kids. So that, and and not and not just in farming too. It, it translates to all aspects of the program and art and music, where it, it's it's do-it-yourself. Culture, you know, so you're making your own skirt and shoes and and uh, water bottle holder and hat and um, and also all of our own music and we're making our own ice cream and cheese and our own and our own um, smoothies and and pestos on our bicycle powered blenders that live out on the farm, etc. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm happy to talk about the sauerkraut too. It's really magical. We're also making kombucha with with kids and a lot of different herbal medicines from from the the medicinal herb garden. So all of these things that you're making, all of these products, mm-hmm. uh, are they are they kosher? And here's the thing: everybody is always asking, and especially as we move into slaughterhouse stuff. And, and mm-hmm. you know, right here at Hudson, our uh, next door neighbor is a kosher falafel joint, and we always kind of want to know what does that mean if it's kosher, and what are the Jewish food traditions and rules? Um, what are they kind Great. of? Yeah. What are they prescribing in terms of animal treatment and 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 slaughter? Sure, sure. Well, our 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 um, kosher. We we have we have a very strict kosher standard, which is very traditional. We have a mashgiach, a kosher supervisor, here, twenty four seven. And in addition, we also have a rabbinic supervision um, and a, a like a sort of seal of approval from from a rabbi in Flatbush who who runs a kosher label. Um, 
and and the, the reason that we we have such a, um, a, a traditional Jewish um, standard of kashrut is so that we can attract this wide variety of Jews, including people for whom you know the the, the traditional uh, kosher standards are are important. Um, but we've we've also expanded our just for our own sake we've we've expanded our definition of kosher to also include food that's that's ethical and and we define that as organic as local as possible um if it is you know on on the the few times that we do have um, um, coffee for the staff or or chocolate it's fair trade um, and we're we're you know it, it's it's a it's Again, this ethic of what what is fit to eat, what what is what does it mean to practice holiness through our consumer choices? Um, so we we serve we we don't have red meat ever at camp. We do serve poultry once a week, <clears throat> and we're really happy about the poultry that it is. It's um, from Grow and Behold um, Chicken, and it's actually our friends Naftali Edelman who who did Adama. Um, and now runs this this um, pasture raised uh, chicken business, and um, and so he drives it here from from about an hour and a half away, and it's <laughs> some of the tastiest chicken that I've ever had because I, I feel really good about about enjoying it. But this is a bit of personal question. But how has the practice of of making a camp and being in community and living together and working through programs and issues and drama and crisis and, and with animals and teaching, how has this participation in agriculture deepened your spiritual practice? And what would you recommend to others who are kind of considering this but think maybe it's a big step for them? How could it benefit them in more areas of their life than just, uh, just the obvious, that, oh, I'm farming now? This is a human. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, Eden Village Camp exists really. We we hope to be a lighthouse to to our own Jewish community and to the world at large. What one one thing that we say often is, is that we're using here Jewish means to universal ends. That um, for the Jewish community is blessed with this um, intact. Ancient, ancient culture that, that we already have all these beautiful songs and traditions and ways of connecting and values and um, and within this we can we can find all the wisdom that that exists in any um, you know huge ancient wisdom tradition. We we can find everything that we need to live happily and and richly uh, within Judaism. And so let's let, let let's let's um, you know nurture those roots and, and, and grow really strong. Um, and, and doing this with kids is an incredibly um, powerful thing because they, kids are natural um, sages and, and they, they, they just, you see them understanding the, this, this um, deep logic of, of living connected with the earth very, very inherently. Um, so in the face of all of the, the, the troubles that are, that are going on that sort of led to the, the, the need for even those camps even be created, um, it's, it's all the more important to, to come together. And 
something that parents say often to us is that it's been a huge relief to discover that that we exist. And, you know, they they just wish that they had been able to have something like Eden Bills Camp when they were a a kid. But, you know, at at least now they get to send their kids here. And um, there there is a sense of really partnering towards something positive. Um, Yeah, our, our kids come home with all sorts of recipes and, and ideas, and they're starting anti-bullying clubs, and they're starting beekeeping clubs, and they're, they're um, bringing chickens to their backyard and compost piles. And um, and, and there's, there are a number of our campers who are seriously pursuing farming um, in, in, you know, in their, their choice of where, where to, you know, what to do after high school. Um, it, it's, 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 a, it's a heart-centered way of life. It's, there's a real culture of kindness that, that is emphasized here. Um, and it's something that the, the, <laughs> the staff here are who are helping to, um, to, to, to you know, foster this kind of environment also get just a huge amount out of it because, my gosh, it feels so good to be, to, to be co-creating with such clear purpose. Um, such a such a sort of note of goodness in, in the world. Um, so for for anybody who's thinking about you know starting a a, a community like this, um, I, I I personally would love to to <laughs> talk with you and um, you know share anything that can be helpful. We we've learned a lot in these past few years of starting a brand new summer camp with three hundred kids and a um, hundred staffers um, and for anybody who's thinking about um, about starting a smaller scale garden in, in your community or, or, or even home it's one of these things that's only good like oh, <laughs> so many benefits on, on the on the physical level spiritual level emotional level community level um, flow from Connecting on, on, on this way to to the dirt. Now, can you tell me? Um, are there people graduating from your camp, and you already know for sure that these are some people who are going to be professional farmers? Well, there there are, as you know, we're in our third summer right now. We we have we have campers who graduated into being teen apprentices who graduated into now being staffers here. And um, and as staffers, part of part of their job is is guiding kids through um, through various aspects of of animal care and harvesting and um, and herbalism and, and different different um, aspects of, of living on a farm and um, and so just you know within camp we're already seeing this. And and also, yeah, there are people who they 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 wanna they wanna raise animals. They wanna they want to grow plants. They wanna dive into this this way of life that they found um, more rewarding on you know, on a lot of levels than than anything that they've discovered. Well, I think if we can mobilize this wonderful cultural network and very close knit community in the United States yeah. and generate. Um, more farmers and and 
and the resources that they need and the community support that they need. And, you know, I can imagine a synagogue supported agriculture and groups that have a, that already exist within the Jewish community are so perfect to support new farmers. Oh, absolutely. Uh, no, I, 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 I agree completely. I, the, the Jewish yeah. Farm School, which, which runs our, our farm operation, they also have a consulting arm where they, where they have been going to synagogues and helping them re envision themselves as a place that, you know, it, it doesn't have to just be a place where you go to, to, for services now and then. It can be a real community center where you go to, to you know, for your community supported agriculture to pick up your vegetables and where, where you go to, um, you know, drop off your, your recycling and clothing swaps, and, you know, it, it can be a hub of real community sustainable living. Um, and, and getting those farms or those gardens up and running is a huge uh, kickstart to all of that. Um, and, yeah, we're, we're so excited about the Greenhorns, too. It's, um, <laughs> it, it's an amazing organization, and we're really lucky to, to, to be connected with you. You're really lucky because, you know, that community, that community hub and the cultural, cultural sharing is so much of what makes agriculture possible and the thriving agriculture possible. And, you know, in that sense, you have, as a community, as a Jewish community, such an advantage over kind of agnostic, non-church-going, uh, you know, households of people who don't have kind of that know, how, knowing how to be in an associative space. So it's a very strong, strong incubator going on here. So if people wanted to join to the camp or, or tune in more to kind of the Jewish farming community in general, what would be some places you would point them and your website, et cetera? Sure. Our, our website um, for Eden Village Camp, it's EdenVillageCamp.org. So Eden, E-D-E-N, Village Camp, all one word, dot O-R-G. And... Um, Another another great resource is the Jewish Farm School, uh, which is jewishfarmschool.org, and um, hazon.org. Hazon means vision in Hebrew. H-A-Z-O-N is, is a great one. Um, the Isabella Friedman Center, uh, the Isabella Friedman Jewish Retreat Center, has that, that's where the Adama program, Adama means earth in Hebrew, and that's where this Adama Fellowship runs out of. Um, in, in northwest Connecticut. Um, so that's another great place to look. There's also an urban Adama in, in Berkeley, and I think that's just urban Adama, A-D-A-M-A-H dot O-R-G. Um, our friends Wilderness Torah, uh, wildernesstorah.org, are doing a ton of, of wonderful um, earth-based community building out in Berkeley. Um, the Kayam Farm in in Maryland, in Leicestertown, Maryland, is is fantastic. Um, it's, uh, and they're run out of the Pearlstone Jewish Retreat Center. Um, in in Toronto, there's the Shoresh Community Garden, S H O R E S H uh, Community Garden. Um, I, I know I'm missing a, a, a ton in, in Chicago, um, in Geneva, Illinois. There's um, there's there's a wonderful farm called Pushing the Envelope Farm. That, that's also a, a Jewish farm, and in, in Wisconsin as well. There's there's another one um, whose name I'm forgetting right now because I just met uh, the owner. But um, 
This is a huge and growing movement, um, and and it's it's something that really is at the cutting edge of what's exciting for for young Jews uh, about about Judaism, and it's also something that is um, exciting a lot of people who are already interested in Judaism because um, because like you said, we we do have this big mobilization already already going, and it's it's just sort of ready to pop. All culture comes from the earth, by the way, <laughs> you know, for, at, at root. And so it is possible, even without an existing faith connection, to, to, to start growing it, you know, just around, um, you know, people who live in a certain area who, who want to uh, give their artistic skills to, to making a community garden or their organizational skills or their uh, sheer labor and things like that. Well, I I agree. I agree, and I'm thrilled to see how uh, to see in what good hands this mission is being carried forth. I'm so impressed, and I'm sure mm-hmm. those who are listening, uh, who are inclined, will get in touch. Now, just as a last, we have only one minute. But do you have any upcoming events or uh, yeah, we have um, after the summer happening. camp. There's a family camp over Labor Day weekend. We do a family camp every Labor Day and Memorial Day weekend. And, and then there are a ton of Sunday programs for, for um, Sukkot, which is the Jewish Harvest Festival in the fall, and, um, and just all these family farm days um, on Sundays for people to come and pitch in and do activities, um, you know, go boating on the lake, too, and, and enjoy Eden Village Camp as a, as a family. Um, so, yeah, we, we would love to welcome any and all new, new people. Okay, now that, there we have it. Signing off, this has been Vivian and Severin from Greenhorns and from the uh, Eden Village Farm Camp, which is a Jewish farm camp in Putnam County, New York. Things are hot and awesome here in the Hudson Valley. If you're considering relocating from some city to some country, consider our valley. It's just awesome. Okay, thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our programs archived on our website or by searching iTunes for Heritage Radio Network. You can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website. Thanks for listening. HeritageRadioNetwork.org is dedicated to providing the most up-to-date information and news on the food industry. Interviews with chefs and in-depth pieces on food systems take listeners literally from the farm to the fork. Can you hear this anywhere else? Nope. Press the donate button on our website and learn how you can become a founding member and support the station.